because she's unpaid, you know, like the rest of us. <laughs> We're all interns. A bunch of stupid interns. You want to do a show? I'm ready. I'm ready for a show. This is 39? 39, according to my numerical calculations. What other calculations are there? Alphabetical. Alphabetical, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Alphabetically, this is the 39th episode. <laughs> <laughs> Much go. like storms in the Gulf, we're into Greek n- letters. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, everything's going well, guys. Oh, it's such a timely reference. <clears throat> Instead of doing episode numbers, we should have named our episodes like women. Like episode oh. episode Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Episode Elizabeth. <laughs> episode Karen. That's where we hate on every game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like hurricanes. We just go down the alphabet. Yeah. It's just <laughs> recorded conversations of us here. asking for managers of, at board games. And our meteorologist podcast. That's how we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I could do a meteorology podcast. Not me. Not I mean, me. I could wildly I mean, throw out yeah. weather predictions. I've, I've experienced weather. <laughs> yeah. I've been around weather. I'm sure I'd this be good One at time I was in rain, so I'm qualified. <laughs> Yeah, I got caught in the rain without an umbrella, and boy, yeah. was I pee. <laughs> Weather doctor, that's me. Episode no, that's not <laughs> oh my podcast. goodness, Ooh, it's been a minute. Welcome everybody to episode thirty-nine of Random Draw, a board game podcast. I'm your host Daniel Man. With me, as always, Dave Hubbard. That's me and Mark Belisle. I want you to park that board. Oh man, I ruined it. Seems like it's going to be ruined on. no matter what. I'm, I'm going to do, do it again. again. Oh, okay. Ready? Mark Belisle. I want to park that big board game right in this little podcast. It's wop. <laughs> Was that worth <laughs> it to you, Dave? No. Do that twice? <laughs> oh, I'm man. for sure leaving in the mistake because I think well, well done. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly. I've been practicing all day and I still botched it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of Mark walking around at work just like saying that to himself. Do you have that written down? You were reading it? I was, yeah. <laughs> I thought of the you joke wrote, earlier. They wrote this Yeah, because I, I heard the song and then I was like, yeah, you dealing with some worker placement. Side note, dear listeners, <laughs> what you missed and because it was a visual a thing yeah. was like was Ooh, yeah. Mark's dance yeah. whilst he said that. Yeah, well, he was like gangster, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. listen, man, expressing himself. Uh, you got to get in there. Like my dog's <laughs> anal glands, Mark expressed himself. All right, man, what, a, what a weird podcast. Oh man. Anyway, well, so we're a board game. Podcast. Yeah. If you have never listened to our show before, I'm sure you've stopped now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we are a board game podcast. We uh, talk about three board games every week. Then we have a topic that Dave and I produce and Mark talks about. Yeah, yeah it's, that's what we're going with. It's good busy work for me. <laughs> it is. Yeah, Dave and I actually have nothing to do with it. I mean, I edit it. During the show. Yeah, that's And fair. before the show. Yep, also true. <laughs> but Mark... Uh, comes up with a topic and we talk about it and this week he said it's none of our business none so. of your businesses which is gonna make for a real weird end of this episode <laughs> yeah when dan and i just head on out yeah. mark lock up when you're done i guess yep. we'll listen to it next wednesday you know mm-hmm. what's gonna the worst part of it is is i'll walk out say hey mark lock up when you're done and then i'll sit downstairs because he's my ride yeah <laughs> when he's done don't edit that last part because you don't want it ruined for yeah. you yeah that's yeah. fair mm-hmm. it's just me just yammering on and on about hasbro <laughs> <laughs> so this week we played three games. Three we games? We played more than three games. We played we're a ton just of gonna, games this week. Yeah, we're just going to talk about three. Yeah, you guys only get to hear three of them. Well, no. we the only have so much time to do this. The rest is none of your business. <laughs> That's, That's what right. we're going with. <laughs> <laughs> just like Mark. Yeah, until it's probably next Until episode. next week, then it'll be and then, your business. And then it'll be your business. Uh, so the first game we played is a game called Poison. That game is poison. Bell Biv DeBoe talk with this game. That was, a, that. that was nonstop during our game of poison. Oh, yeah. How, how do you could say, it not be? How do you say poison without doing that? Exactly. 
Yeah. I mean, I, you, can't. you can't. And none of us went with the other hard rock version of Poison either. But like that's we, the name of the band. Not yeah. Song. But, but that would have given us a lot of songs, I guess. You name a Poison song. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I know one. Uh, every Rose has a That's song. the one I thought of. Yeah. That's the only one I thought of. Yeah. Sorry. This is the 80s Poison podcast. Songs. I don't have to look at that. That's true. I'm not <laughs> responsible for the entire catalog of Poison. So in Poisons, each of us are at a dinner party, and we're trying to drink these drinks and not get poisoned by the other players. So the way the game works is you have a hand of however many players there are of cards. And then you have a picture of your player, and that's all that card is. Mm -hmm. So you pass that to your left, and someone underneath that picture of a player plays a card. In your hand, you'll have either all drink cards and one poison card. That's what you'll have. So mm -hmm. you can only poison one person. That Which is mean, very unfortunate. Yeah, that, I would love to poison everybody. <laughs> so you pass this card to your left. Some of the player to your left puts a card under it whether it be a poison or a regular drink, and then it goes to the left, and that continues until it gets back to you. And then you decide if you want to drink or not. Which is interesting, because at this point in front of you, you have one card from every player around the table. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys... Four of them are yeah. poison. Yeah. <laughs> I can only that poison one you person. numerous yeah. times. Like, yeah. yeah. So also, before you uh, start passing your card, you flip over your score card. There's like four scoring cards, and they have like two, three, four, and five. So you flip that over, and that's how many points you will get if you drink your drink and you do not get poison. Mm -hmm. which, which, in is, my experience, doesn't happen. Yeah, which is, I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, so you go around, everybody puts their hands in the middle. If a thumbs up means you're going to drink your drink, thumbs down means you won't drink your drink. Mm -hmm. But if you don't drink your drink, you automatically get one victory point. Mm -hmm. so. And your scores, though, can go up to five. Yeah. It's like two, three, four, or five. So, but the truth is, you're going to get poisoned a lot, at least. <laughs> yeah, you will. So, having us. <laughs> so, this is the problem with this kind of game and us three. Yeah, like absolutely. If, if us three are playing it, we are going to poison each other nonstop. Mm -hmm. You'll be safe. The only problem with that is also Candy and amber played yeah so they weren't getting mm -hmm. poisoned a lot because we're too busy being trolls <laughs> to each other right because here's the deal what am i going to not poison my friends yeah Come i know yeah, i get and, it like after we played this game a bunch of times but after a while i was trying to base my poisons off of what score people had facing up mm -hmm. yeah but even then i was like i don't know dave's got a two like i don't want nobody to poison him <laughs> yeah my problem i think was by game three i had just decided that my goal was to poison mark yeah and so i just poisoned mark every single round yeah we spent a, a lot of time poisoned we spent a lot of time poisoning each other it was yeah. it was it's crazy and then mark and i'd be like don't worry next time i won't i looked right across the table at you that one time i said dave i'm not gonna poison you this and round. then you did and then i did, did. <laughs> liar which was horrible because you know what i did i mean i also poisoned you but <laughs> you i also but i might me. have not yeah i we, did but i could have not we have to work on our non-aggression pact is what i'm saying like so that's that the game we described right there is the base game that mm -hmm. is the base game you play it four rounds whoever has the most victory points at end of the game wins the game mm -hmm. uh, i think i ended the third game with two yeah there was a couple games where i had zero points <laughs> because <laughs> what am i not gonna drink as like i'm gonna drink yeah and everybody knows it so one poison. I mean, game. the chances were pretty good. I mean, because you knew Dave and I were going to poison each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially that last I, game. Although I remember one round, Dan got all five yeah, poisons. I had all of the poisons. <laughs> and I was just like, why? Which, which was weird because I had four yeah. a number of yeah. times, but I never had all five. I, have, I had the yeah. works. I got poisoned by everybody. <laughs> oh, nothing's worse than getting poisoned when you got a low point value. I think you only That's, had like a three or something. Uh, too. Yeah. Like it wasn't I, I was like, why? Like having a four <laughs> or a five, you might as well just take the one point. But no. No, no, like crazy. I think I, I drank almost a hundred percent of the time. I think I drink every time. I mean, it's 
fun. Yeah. I, it's probably <laughs> not the, the strategy dice. to win, but no, it is fun. I can guarantee you it's not the strategy. <laughs> <laughs> so the advanced game of this, each round after the first round, you have a special card. So these cards can wildly vary. You can get an antidote. So mm-hmm. if two people give you an antidote and you get a poison, that poison's canceled out, which is like this whole thing. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that round I got four antidotes and zero poison. Yeah, it's crazy. Other things you can get are for every poison you get in your hand, you get like one victory point or something like that. Yeah. So it's just yeah. Like There's a fun- another one that is like you betting on who you think is going to end up get with the, the most yeah. poison. Yeah. 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 So you're trying to give them that card and then for every other poison in there hand you get points for that well and so there's this whole deck of these unique power cards yeah and then and they change every single round and they add such a fun wrinkle to the game but mm-hmm. there's a whole deck of them so we're not going to go through all of them but no, no, no. Mm-hmm. it's fantastic it is it's the base game itself is very fun mm-hmm. and then just adding these extra little cards just another little wrinkle is also very fun because really your only choice is right who am i going to poison like mm-hmm. that's your choice mm-hmm. but with these extra cards it gives you more strategy so i'm, I'm going to poison dave i'm going to give mark this other one because obviously dave's going to give mark a poison so i'm going <laughs> to get points from that <laughs> So it, I don't know yeah. why Dan would say that. <laughs> I don't know either, Dave. It doesn't make any sense. It's not like we were constantly poisoning each other. But yeah. So it just. Friend? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's the worst. It's like when I wasn't expecting it. Like, why would I ever not expect it? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. You should always. It's like the game Skull. Like, you should. I got it. There's a Skull. I know there's a Skull up. So this game has really good components. There's not much to them. Just a bunch of decks of cards. They're larger cards. Easier to see. Just the tokens are little punch outs and Mm -hmm. that's really it it was a really cheap game it was less than 20 bucks yeah and uh it was it's tons of fun there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff here i mean because you're playing against you know your friends like and your how your friends are gonna do well and you're also trying to like talk yourself out of other people poisoning you by talking other people into poisoning each other like pointing out Dan's got a five. Whoa, look yeah. at that five. Yeah, oh, yeah. boy, Ooh. boy, look at that five. And then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mark and I still play. I've only got a three. <laughs> I'm over there, like, pleading my case with Dave. I'm like, hey, man, have you noticed how many points Candy has? And I'm like, I Poison have, your wife. <laughs> and I need to ensure that you don't win. Yeah, it was always like... <laughs> It was always like a, a slaughter, like Amber and Candy are destroying us, oh, and we're still poisoning each other. Every mm. game one where our, our three combined scores is less than yeah. each of their scores. Yeah. When I won like three points, I was like ecstatic. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm so good at this game. Personal best. Yeah. And it's so easy to poison someone like me because like I don't want a thumbs down. Like I, I want to drink the drink. Mm-hmm. So, but it's stupid. That's a terrible strategy. But it's, it's it is anyway. the way we live our lives. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing this game great i will say like not fun with smaller player counts oh no no no. yeah you want you want at least five five uh, five five. i think it plays to eight so you could play eight would be a oh yeah oh yeah but i don't think any less than five would really be no i don't think so either yeah the other thing too it's like the only unwieldy part of the game is i almost wish and it would slow the game down kind of a lot but if you had like a sleeve rather than just a stack of cards with your own like character sleeve or I'm sorry character card, so like if you were like passing around a sleeve, oh like Sheriff of Nottingham, put, like a little, kinda yeah, like yeah. rather than like having to like slide a stack of cards around the mm, table, yeah, yeah. like this gets a little unwieldy and, and then there, like you accidentally knock off the top part of it. There was and, also a couple times where like someone would forget to pass their own card out, yeah. and then you'd get yours back and you still have like one card left. Like what? How do I have a card left? And then you look over, <laughs> someone just got there sitting in front of him with nothing in it yeah. and that's not i mean that's more us not paying attention than anything mm-hmm. that's a hundred percent us not paying attention <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, my favorite is like always complaining when that happened and then also doing it once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. There's nothing I love more than complaining about a mistake than immediately making the same mistake. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Yeah. And the art's really dope, too. Art's really good. It's like an abstract, really colorful. Mm-hmm. And each each character is like, it's not even people. Some One's like a frog. One's like a mm-hmm. king, like a king frog. Like, it's nonsense characters. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun. But it's all just art. It's not like choosing any individual character gives you any sort of bonus no, whatsoever. Yeah, Everything's no powers. It's definitely like, the, even the drinks looked really delicious, too. Like he had those like little martini glasses. They did. With, like they like really, the poison looked like an apple teeny. Yeah, what you're talking yeah, about? Uh, yeah. I saw a lot of that, but also like even like weird kind of surreal drinks. Like they had that fish that was in a. Oh yeah. It was in a jar that mm-hmm. was a special power that you yeah. could use they, for something. All the art was really distinctive. Like it was really easy to tell if you were poisoned or not. Yeah, yeah. very much so. I think the poison was just a skull with like some smoke out of coming out yeah. of the the, the bottle. The poison. apple teeny. That's how you know it's poison. Yep. Deadly nightshade. Uh, Mark. Tell me about this game. Poison published. Poisons. Poisons published in 2020 <laughs> by Ankama Games. Uh, or by who? Ankama. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did Draftosaurus, yeah, which it. we talked about way back in episode 27. This one's for the kids. We think that was our quarantine, like one of our quarantine episodes. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's a that's a blast from the past. Uh, designers include Chris Darsaklis, who designed When I Dream. It's like Oh, that. we have that game. Oh, is it good? <laughs> We've played it tons of times. Yeah, it's is that, that the memory game? Yeah, the dreaming memory game. I think, no, I think that one might be called some, Dream On. Oh, that game is called Dream On. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I dream, I think is that um, the ladders. It's got like yeah, it's like it's got the weird like three dimensional ladders and stuff. Oh, I, I think we demoed I that. I don't own that game. <laughs> no, you do not. And then also Bruno Fiduti, who did <laughs> Raptor. <laughs> don't laugh, you monsters. It's <laughs> a man's poor name. Uh, uh, Raptor, which is a highly regarded two-player asymmetrical game. Yeah, I've never played it. Never played it either. And then the art was done by Marion Arbona. This mm. is, she is a professional illustrator. Shocking. And this is you her don't first say. game. So. Good for her. She yeah. nailed it. It yeah. was good. Yeah, art's great. Yeah, her website's awesome. You guys should definitely take a look. Mm-hmm. Not you guys, but <laughs> sure will. The, the listeners. If you guys yeah. like want to see some cool uh, I'll look cool at that website just stuff. like I watched that Tetris video. <laughs> yeah, <it'll, laughs> hey, man, the Tetris World Series is happening right now. Oh, right, I'm in yeah. heaven. 64 players, double elimination bracket. So oh, let me baby. say, side note. Sidebar. So Mark and I <laughs> played that new online Tetris game the other day yeah. where mm-hmm. you could co-op it. Yeah. And A, I am terrible at Tetris. It's I'm true. I'm trash at Tetris. <laughs> it's true. But B, Mark got out before me one time. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I was playing pretty ambitious. I was up high and then the boss killed us. Oh, no, man. killed you. Killed me. <laughs> and then killed the third NPC and then killed me. <laughs> I know, you were struggling. Because I was all by my lonesome. Yep. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll, I have it downloaded. Well, yeah, we should it play it one night. I like it because uh, I don't blink for long periods of time and I can feel like <laughs> tears streaming down my eyeballs. I'm in the Tetris zone, baby. We're all connected. <laughs> this isn't good. Yeah, that's, that's not, not healthy. <laughs> that's not good. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's rank poison. So on a scale of one to 10, we don't use the number seven, Forces cowards. you to choose yep. good for or cowards. average game. Let's start with Mark. Mark on poisons in a scale of one to ten, not using the number seven. How many apple teenies would you score Ooh. poisons? Uh, give me eight apple teenies on this game. I had a ton of fun. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's too many. I'd say it's, it's a, a the lot right of amount. Apple teenies. 
It's the right amount of Apple teenies. I feel like if I had eight Apple teenies in a row, I would never drink an Apple teeny for the rest of my yeah. life. Yeah, that would be a two, that would the disaster of the post eight Apple teeny night. It's I've the never, sugar content that would. Get I've me. never had an Apple teeny. They're they're perfectly good. fine. I do like the color of it. Mm-hmm. Green, like that light green. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I like it. You get a little caramel <laughs> drizzle in there too. Caramel? Yeah. Oh, caramel apple mm-hmm. teeny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. So give yeah. me eight. Uh, it's a great game to play with, like. Uh, People who aren't necessarily board gamers, but love lying. Yeah. <laughs> there was, wasn't really lying. I'm just going to poison Mark. I well, Dave, nobody plays it like poison. we play it, baby. <laughs> well, nobody nobody should tell each other we're going to poison each other in front. <laughs> uh, Dave poisons one out of ten not using seven. How many Apple Teenies would you give poison? I will give eight poison Apple Teenies to Mark. <laughs> oh, no. I've got 16 now. <laughs> So uh, many. Yeah, yeah. This game was just good and fun. I honestly, the only downside to this game and is a, I would not play it with people that are super competitive because <laughs> your losing or winning is a hundred percent dependent on the group you're playing with not poisoning you. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yes. if I'm so, if you're like angry about that stuff happening, this yeah. game is not for you. If I'm playing with someone the ultra competitive too, I'm gonna poison that person because it's yeah. funny. it's funny to watch them freak out. <laughs> Like, just don't, just be chill about it, and this, I'll spread the poison around. The second is, that I think you care a little too much about yeah, the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is for sure not a game where you are going to strategize. Yeah. Or, like, you just play the game to laugh and have fun. And uh, uh, the other flip side of it is just the player count. Like, unless you've got five or plus people, it's just not worth playing. But yeah. other than that, I had a ton of fun. So, yeah, eight. Uh, Dan, poisons, one out of ten, not using seven. How many Apple Teenies would you give poisons? I would also give it an eight. This game was super fun, uh, really light, cheap, which is always nice, and easy to teach. We had it up and running in just a couple minutes. Love it. Good cards, excellent art. Really just a overall yeah. really fun game. Real humdinger of a time. <laughs> Who knew getting poisoned would be so much fun? Well, I should have tried this many <laughs> Ooh, years let's ago. Let's do a quick lightning round uh, favorite poisons. Dave. Oh, obviously I've got to go with arsenic. Okay. Oh, oh, classic. I, no, I enjoy I the nutty powder. aroma. No, that, I enjoy the nutty aroma. Okay. <laughs> Is that almonds? <laughs> yes. What uh, did you say, Dan? Iocane powder. Oh, oh yeah, odorless, tasteless, dissolves instantly liquid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Give me. It's also fictional, but yeah. Well, give me. He didn't uh, ask that. <laughs> no, I mean it could be fake. Uh, give me a uh, deadly nightshade. Always a fan. Oh, oh, Super- nightshade fan. Yeah, it's goth. <laughs> Hemlock right in the hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I listen to The Cure a lot, guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dashboard confessional. Here I go. That's emo. That's different. <laughs> I can't tell the difference. I, I it's all sad. Nor it's all you. sad boy music. I mean, Thank God you... for my seasonal depression lamp. <laughs> <laughs> are you sitting alone in your room smoking and drinking black coffee? Because this music is for you. Yeah. You watch, just watching <laughs> The Cure videos. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> crying into your black coffee. Friday. I'm in love. <laughs> Uh, next, we played a game called Gods Love Dinosaurs. Yeah, I uh, also love dinosaurs. Yeah, I love dinosaurs. I was at the game store. I'd never heard of this game before. And I saw it. It was prominently displayed. Oh, and okay. I, it was like the pick of the week? I don't know. It was just on an end cap. And I was there's tons of them. So mm-hmm. I was like, this game's either terrible or it's new. <laughs> <laughs> the so, real question is were you getting rattle battle vibes from it no 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 i looked it up on bgg before i purchased it just to make sure it wasn't like a 3.0 <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing better than spending 50 dollars on like a three game i see it and i'm flipping it over and it's got tons of little wooden ish meeples mm-hmm. lots of colors beautiful beautiful presentation i said well maybe maybe this is for me and it yeah. turns out it was for me <laughs> it was for all it was, it was for, for all of us, of us. 
So in God's Love Dinosaurs, you play an omnipotent God who is creating Much a... Much like our regular lives. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He is... <laughs> and you, he or she, is creating a, a thriving... Ecosystem. Ecosystem. Uh, yeah. You're attempting to create a thriving yeah, there, ecosystem. <laughs> there was no... <laughs> one thing was thriving at was frogs on my ecosystem, <laughs> and that was it. I so, built frog heaven. <laughs> so in this game, you are trying to, like Dave said, contain this ecosystem. So you have predators you have prey and then you have dinosaurs mm-hmm. yeah. the ultimate predator the ultimate predator the apex predator yep. so you start with like a little hexagon type anomalous it's two hexagons shape. hooked to each other yeah and so it gives you everything to build off of mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> you're you're the loudest small person <laughs> i've ever seen <laughs> Dan, I don't know why you have to say that about me. (laughs) (laughs) So so in the game, there's a big board where you're going to pick your tiles. And the tiles are just two, like, octagons hooked together. Mm -hmm. On the octagon, they have different uh, things. It could be a forest. It could be... Uh, what swamp, yeah, ocean, uh, whatever, grassland, yeah, yeah, mountain range, and on there could also be a picture of a rabbit or a frog or a rat or a rat or a tiger mm-hmm. or a eagle. Those a are, car. yep, those are your. Options. I thought it was a condor. No, it's an eagle. It looked like a pterodactyl. I don't care. It's an eagle. It did look like a pterodactyl. A pterodactyl. <laughs> also, it was an eagle. So, <laughs> so in this game, you you take turns um, taking a tile and you mm-hmm. place it on there and if it has a creature on there you populate it with that creature there is like four or five in a row once that row is complete at the very bottom it has a picture of one of the animals in the game and if it has a picture of like a hare the hare will reproduce in a fields that are adjacent to another hare so you are populating prey onto your thing which makes sense it's rabbits they're they're making more rabbits frogs they're, making more fr- rats make more rats make more rats baby mm-hmm. on the other one if you get a predator the predator has to eat something so it doesn't starve mm-hmm. but if it eats two things it produces another predator oh yeah which so is you've great. got a pretty lousy uh, eagle infestation on this island so many eagles but the good <laughs> news is there's also a dinosaur walking across the map so if you complete a column and the dinosaurs at the bottom of the column your dinosaur now activates mm-hmm. the dinosaurs activate they want to eat everything yeah so they can eat prey but then nothing happens because i mean how much nutrition is yeah. a rabbit or if a, a rat t-rex eats to a one t-rex. rabbit <laughs> it's a snack yeah it's if that it's just mm-hmm. i'm gonna use these bones as toothpicks later this if is i like, could reach my well, mouth this is like if i was real hungry and you said here is one jalapeno popper enjoy <laughs> here enjoy this grape <laughs> see you later like Ooh. i'll enjoy the grape yeah. but like i'm not done eating i want to eat more of grapes the big thing comes when you start eating predators so for every predator that you eat mm-hmm. you lay an egg that's the way it goes that, that's just like real life just like real life babe if i ate a predator <laughs> i'm pooping out an egg <laughs> so that's so so the yep. point of this is the scoring in this game is so simple yeah mm-hmm. eggs <laughs> eggs and dinosaurs mm-hmm. that's it count them up if you have the most eggs and dinosaurs at the end of the game congratulations you have, I guess, made a great ecosystem. <laughs> or at least made one where the dinosaurs made a lot of eggs. Dinosaurs yeah, are for so sure. happy. Because I, I will tell you, like, I had a semi-thriving ecosystem at different times throughout the game. Yeah. But the end game state was <laughs> not thriving. Because no. you're all about them points. So it's just like eating all the predators yeah. and wiping out everything and not caring. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I had like three dinosaurs, a bunch of eggs, and then an island full of rabbits. <laughs> 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 the rabbits didn't count for anything, but I got them. Yeah. 
Yeah. So my dinosaurs weren't starving. So the dinosaurs have to end each turn on the mountain spot. So they can move five spaces. They're eating everything in their path, but they have to end on a mountain spot. It's just a rule. Mm -hmm. The eagle flies three spaces in a row. Mm-hmm. And the uh, tiger just moves two in any direction. So there, you have to have everyone eat. And if they eat, they survive. And if they eat multiple things, like they can reproduce. And it's just balancing this throughout the game, which I wasn't so hot at. <laughs> a, lot, you, a lot of spinning plates you have to attend to. Yeah, because yeah. you want to keep reproducing your prey animals mm-hmm. so that then you can get your predators to go reproduce because you need enough predators for the dinosaurs to eat because that's the only way to actually get points. Right. right. But make too many prey or make too many predators. And now you're running low on prey. And you got no prey. So but my, make too little predators and now you're going to eat the only predators there yeah. and now your you know, point was, generation is That was low. my biggest problem. So I would get my dinosaur and I go, well, I need eggs, so I'm going to eat these predators. Then mm-hmm. I'd eat all the predators. Uh, yep. And then I'm like out of predators. So you have to hope a tile comes up that has another predator on it so you can get another predator on your island. And it just it never worked out for me because right. I can't run an ecosystem. I am a god that likes dinosaurs, but I'm not a good ecologist mm. as a god. <laughs> I yeah. I went to business school as a god. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like... No, they get it. Yeah, but not even like accounting. Like, you know, I can't <laughs> keep tabs on things. <laughs> it's like the public speaking business school. Where... It is all exploitation of the natural world. That is the business you went into. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, yeah. I'm just screaming into my personal ether about topics I care about, yeah, but yeah. not running yeah. this ecosystem hey, well. Hey, guys, you ever frack a rabbit before? <laughs> I was playing the I was playing the long con and I wanted a bunch of dinosaurs so that they would die and turn into oil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the future. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was that. thinking long term for the uh-huh. humans. No, I get it. Like that's that investment's gonna pay off in a couple, yeah. Yeah. A couple not of for you. Million yeah. years, but not for that's you okay. In that ecosystem, but <laughs> it's like uh, government savings bonds. Yeah, it's, eventually it's gonna pay off. I'm not gonna be patient enough to stick it out. Yeah. But it's well, one day your off. grandchildren are gonna get a really fine. Five percent return. A hundred and five dollars. I can't get anything with this. Mm-hmm. This game has a ton of little minis, which are all awesome. And like I said, they're like wooden plastic ish. Like it was hard to tell yeah, exactly what they are made of. But they're quality. Is, but they're, they're good. Quality. Yeah. yeah, they're good for sure. They're not as dense as I thought they were gonna be. And everything's sure. really small. Mm-hmm. Like the rabbits and everything yeah. are really small, which makes sense because you're like have to you could potentially have to put a lot of these on your board. Yeah. And it's yeah. easy to tell everything apart. Everything was different colors and then um the tiles themselves were really easy to tell apart it for was sure it was and, obvious what everything and was. even having like the the strategic wrinkle of like having to set up your environments yeah so that a you have a mountain for the dinosaur to stop at the end of the the mount, the dinosaur phase mm-hmm. but also like you got to make sure that you have the predators in the right spot because they're going to want to eat the whatever and you got to have the predator right by the mountain so the dinosaur can rest afterwards mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, if there's one thing that's restful it's climbing a mountain at the end of a big meal yeah oh, man yeah. just stuff to the <laughs> uh-huh. to your gills with, with rabbit uh, meat and tigers <laughs> with tigers and eggs yeah and eggs yum gotta yum go, gotta go drop mountain. off these eggs if if i know anything about dinosaurs especially t-rexes they lived in the mountains yeah, yeah. for sure it's I not that they know. ran through jungle or anything it's such a weird rule i don't know where it came from i get it like you have to have them go somewhere but like mm-hmm. mountains was such a weird choice it, sh- it should have just been nest like they have to end in a nest that would have been smart but <laughs> what's a mountain baby <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was a it's a really fun game it's really it's pretty easy to teach once you wrap your head around it um, yeah after like one get, 
round-ish. Like I got, I understood it. I wasn't yeah. good at it. No, I, un- <laughs> I understood the rules. <laughs> Never of the got game. good at it. And it's also interesting too because again, like your pre- your dinosaurs don't do their thing until you have finished a row right. with the dinosaur on it. So there's a real incentive towards the end of the game to like if you're Hold in the off. lead to just oh, go finish as it. quickly yeah, yeah. as possible. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could also do that mm-hmm. early. Like if you see someone's not ready, you could just pop the dinosaur right away and yeah. like do that. But I was never ready, so it didn't <laughs> no, no. Do it at any time. I don't care. It's, it's just very funny, like how at the beginning of the game, you have a lot of people who are like, oh, let's just clear the whole board and we'll do the dinosaur row last because yeah. I want to make sure I have a good, you know, ecology. And then at the end of the game, you've got one person who's like, oh my God, I'm in the lead. I've got to pop this dinosaur now. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God, I need predators. Where are they all? <laughs> yeah. Being in the lead was not a problem I was suffering yeah. from. <laughs> I was like, trying to catch up the entire game it's never happened uh so mark tell me about god's love dinosaurs god's love dinosaurs published in 2020 by pandasaurus games fresh games Mm. i know Mm -hmm. i I say we've been on a real like recent board game release schedule well listen pandemic gets me on the internet i know i know so pandasaurus (laughs) games they also designed dinosaur island got it own it another dinosaur game yep talked about it in episode four so many games you don't feel like you have to go back and listen to episode four. Yeah, don't listen it's to anything great... before like 13. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great time in my life. Yeah. It was before the pandemic, but that's about it. <laughs> that's very true. That was the one where we talked about like 12 board, different board games. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, man, what a dumb choice. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, bad time. Yeah, we don't think things through. That's fine. Uh, the designers were Caspar, I'm sorry, Casper Lap, who did Xcode. Rock the hey, Casper. Xcode. Rock yep. the Casper. Isn't that the game you got for birthday? Yeah. Check our thoughts on Xcode on episode 26, Quarantine Edition. I like how you're linking all this together, Mark. I like how much we can do that now. Yeah. Well, like the, This is the level that we're getting to where we just, we've talked about this many games. It's pretty crazy. I have the Masters List game. I have the master games list right right now we've talked about 160 games oh what a bunch of nerds i know it's nerds (laughs) we're getting we're getting there guys uh and the art was done by steve torres who did the game godspeed oh you own that game i also own that game Mm -hmm. what in the world i don't think we've talked about that yet we have not talked about it yet i would have to play it first oh i've played it yeah is it good yeah i enjoyed it oh spoiler well yeah spoiler well something later (laughs) uh so let's rate god's love dinosaur score one to ten not using the number seven dave Uh, How would you rate God's Love Dinosaurs? How many T-Rex mountains would you give (laughs) God's Love Dinosaurs? I would give this... Oh, this is tough. I'm actually torn. I did enjoy it, but there's so many other games I'd rather play. This is a perfect seven, is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I understand Choose. that Mark is very firm on but that being thank a God out. you're not a coward, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> He's not not a coward. That's <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> to you be determined how hey, much of a coward. You don't but. speak for me. <laughs> uh, but I got to go with eight. Ooh. I really did enjoy this game a lot. I enjoyed the puzzle of creating your little world. I enjoyed the puzzle of trying to make sure enough of all of the different types of animals stayed alive. <laughs> I enjoyed watching myself fail miserably at this puzzle yeah. <laughs> and then trying to pick up the pieces as I moved on. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. It was just fun. I liked that it was so easy to learn it, and the components. I really enjoyed putting all my little frogs out and putting all my little... <laughs> You go little here, little rabbit buddy. You're gonna be food. <laughs> don't look that you. way. That's where the tiger is. <laughs> it's, it's easier, child, if you don't know it's coming. Uh, Dan, God's love dinosaurs. What would you give it? A scale of one to ten. Not using the number seven. How many dinosaur mountains? What, what did I say? Dinosaur, dinosaur mountains. mountains. How many dinosaur mountains would I give it? I'm gonna give it a six. I do like it a lot. 
I don't know why I'm giving it a six instead of an eight. I just don't. I'm not feeling it as much. I do want to play it again, though, because mm-hmm. uh, it was fun. And maybe now that I know I should balance more. And maybe not eat all my predators. Not <laughs> eat all my predators <laughs> every time I can. And I kept being like, but oh, no, what if they eat all the prey? And it yeah. turns out, end of the game, like, board full of prey. There's like yep. 20 rabbits on my board. <laughs> they could have eaten for years. Yeah, my frogs have turned this into a chunky soup lake instead <laughs> yeah. of a regular soup yeah. lake. But I'm worried about the three tigers I have on the board. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to give it a six. I do like it a lot. The components are out of this world. Pandasaurus um, insert, great again. They make great inserts yeah. at Pandasaurus. Yeah, games. that insert was fantastic. So uh, that's always a plus in my book. It's but I'm no gonna... fantasy flight insert. <laughs> fantasy flight insert <laughs> that I definitely keep oh, forever. Yeah, for sure. Just, uh, <laughs> that doesn't go right in the trash. Just the valley of cardboard in my box. Thank you. <laughs> um, Mark, gods loves dinosaurs. Scale one to ten, not using the number seven. What? How many dinosaurs? mountains you give it that's stupid i can't even remember it anymore that's okay you got it buddy that's fine uh this one was this one's hard because i don't have anything because it's a good seven is that why it's, <laughs> it's hard it's, mark it's a really good seven give you it a seven it you a seven, coward <laughs> you know i don't do that uh i live and die by my rules um i gotta give this game a six and i don't really like i like dan i that's don't have why, a good reason why i would want to give it a six for me but it doesn't have the right amount of oomph to give it a <laughs> to give it an eight the fact that you yeah, held up spice. chef's fingers as you said oomph is it's, what made it's it just weird. missing something it's like missing tarragon or something i don't know <laughs> like if, if the components were a little better then i would give it like a an eight like i sort of felt like the hexagon tiles were sort of blasé like especially like the mountains they didn't look super you attractive on 3d the board. printed yeah, just give me like 3D printed mountains. Big old dinosaur nest fit, on top. Can't even fit the minis on there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, it's just, I, I just can't give it an eight. So give me a six. All right, that's fair. Not a bad game. No, I really enjoyed it. I, I yeah, liked it. Yeah. it doesn't, no, listen, six is above average. Six is above average. In dinosaur world, no, six, in every world. A six will get you everywhere. <laughs> a New York six. <laughs> New York, pretty good. New York six is a Gen pretty. Con 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we say that as humans that attend Gen Con yeah. and fit perfectly into that demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out we're Gen Con 6s. <laughs> Gen Con 6 is a New York 3. <laughs> Don't I know it? I've been to New York. Accurate. <laughs> Uh, so the last game we talked about to, or that we played this week was Mysterium Park. So if you didn't know from all the yammering in the background, there's a child in the room. Oh, yeah. she, should we get a mic over here? She huh? played Mysterium Park. Make yourself at home. You just so bring, bring, bring the it thing to up? your face. Come on. All right, now quiet while I describe it. Okay. <laughs> all right, so Mysterium Park is based off the Mysterium series. Mm-hmm. It's not a add-on to the standard Mysterium. It's a standalone game. So the idea behind this game was to make it more streamlined, to make it quicker set up and uh, easier to play. What's like? It, it did have all of that. That was all true. It wasn't easier to play because, like, I don't know. I've played it a thousand times, and we can't seem to win. We can't even get to the final vote on yeah. <laughs> who the yeah. killer is. Yeah. So in this game, it's the same kind of thing. So there, one person plays the ghost, and they're trying to get hints with these abstract art cards to all of the investigators. And the investigators each have an individual uh, player that they're trying to pick from. It's fine. There's a, a three by three grid, and there's all kinds of like wild characters from this Mysterium Park. It's like a circus. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of like circus personalities. Yeah, uh, can the girl shot out of the cannon, mm-hmm. the juggler, the maintenance guy, acrobat. yeah, the acrobat, absolutely. Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, oh, by the way, we should introduce our our cub board game reviewer. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is Kira, Miss Kira, my daughter. She is uh, she's played this game as well. She has yes. better taste than Dave. <clears throat> well, <Yes>. fair. <laughs> yes, I do. Dave agrees. <laughs> I do. So, in the original version of Mysterium, you the ghost has this big like think D. DM's board in front of them. Yeah. So, so those players can't see. The benefit of this is every card that's on the board that the players can see, the ghost has a small version of that in front of them. Mm-hmm. And while it works out great, the setup time is a little hairy. Yeah, the setup time is long. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I yeah. love Mysterium. It's one, it's one of my favorite games. So in uh, Mysterium Park, you don't have that benefit. You are looking at the board that the players are looking at. And if you are new, like if you're the first time ghost, your first time you're seeing these cards, it's so hard. Because you mm-hmm. are looking at all these cards and they kind of all look the same to you, right? And, and you're going to give a clue that might point that you think is going to point them somewhere, but you didn't see a little detail on another card somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like electrical wiring. so in mysterium park unlike the actual mysterium there's only two rounds all you're doing is you're selecting a person and then you're selecting a location and then you go into the final selection and you have six rounds to do that turns out not enough yeah six rounds (laughs) never enough not, not even close to enough uh, it's the same way you're giving each play and each investigator a clue and you're going to try to guide them towards the character. So the way that the characters are selected for this one is there's just a little uh, think code names grid and it's facing the ghost and mm-hmm. it has the colors mm-hmm. on it of each player mm-hmm. and it shows you who they're picking. And that's as simple as that. Oh, you match up your grid with the grid that's on the board. Then you're going to give them these clues. And like I said, they're all abstract. You might think it's a great clue, but it never is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I was on a roll. Dave, I, you yeah. had 100% accuracy. For, for a while. Yeah. For two games in a row, yeah. I had 100% accuracy. It's stressful as the ghost giving Dave clues because I didn't want to mess up the streak. And... Well, it's all he talked about. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely went in the diary of Smug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't care if there's a co-op. I won. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in our experience, we play five or six times yeah. with you guys and then we played another four or five without you guys and mm-hmm. it, it was all the same result have the, you ever won kira did you ever win no no, no. we never won we're terrible at that game yeah we're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately uh, true yeah we found something out this was really interesting playing with kira is like we would give her a card and if we let her just use her instincts she would pick the right thing. But then Amber and I are yes. getting involved like, well, it could be this. And we just lead her astray <laughs> every, every time. It was crazy. It was every time. So eventually we're just like, oh, just let her like choose for herself. Don't say anything. And mm-hmm. she's like picking the right ones. <laughs> and it was crazy. But then we like, you know, we got to We are smart adults. We have to get involved. So we're like, no, well, what about this wire back in the 18th century? This wire? Like, obviously, that's not what the clue is well, about. And I think that's the biggest thing that I constantly try to tell myself about this game is go with your gut right if you go with your cut you're right so much more often than if you try to analyze whatever is going on the longer you think about it absolutely the longer more time i have to talk myself out of it i will oh yeah, yeah. like and it's it, gonna be the right thing whatever i talk myself out of. yeah it's, yep. uh, it's always the same my big complaint about um this version is the locations they're all, not diverse enough that's the problem so mm-hmm. all the characters are, are super <laughs> they're all super <laughs> wild all the characters look very different very varied like it's all 
all different, but the locations are so similar and they're all dark and gloomy for the most part. And like at a theme yes. park and they all have like string lights and, yeah. mm-hmm. and rides, they like you'll see so rides. Similar. And that's the problem. That's a lot of times where we, <laughs> I don't want to say that. That's not a lot of time we get hung up. We get hung up on the characters too. <laughs> yeah. Just, just depending on like time. the array of characters yeah. and it's how all, you interpret the clues. It's just like hours of failure yeah. on top of itself. <laughs> It, like if you ever have one of those days when you're feeling like real happy, joyful, and you go, you know what? I could use some seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I need something to spark it. Ooh. Something to set off. Yeah. Oh, do tell me. <laughs> I'm all ears. <laughs> Play yourself some Spirium. What is it? Theme parks? Mysterium, Mysterium, Mysterium Park. 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 And it comes in like a really small box. It's The footprint is perfect. So, mm-hmm. And the setup is so fast. That's what I really love about mm-hmm. it. Because like, the Mysterium setup, it takes some time. Yeah. Because with Mysterium... Every big card in the game, tarot size card, also has like a playing size duplicate that the ghost uses. And it just takes time. And then after you're done, you want to separate all those so that it's quote unquote faster next time you play. <laughs> but it's it's just it takes more time. But I, I do think the Mysterium base game or whatever original mm-hmm. is a better game than this. I agree. Yeah. Like if you have the time to play either one. I would play Mysterium. I would rather play Mysterium. Yeah. But if you like, hey, let's knock something out in half an hour, Mysterium Park is like easily within that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to yeah. lose a game a co- two, three times in a half an hour. like, Hey, this is the game for you. <laughs> yeah. Like I almost feel like if the locations, you guys are 100% right. If you they were a little more varied, they would be so much easier to kind of suss out. And I'm not even like, mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about the art on the card but it's like they're all the same color like temperature yeah so they're all yeah. like a darker color and like some blues some blues yeah some they look like a movie from greens. like the early 2000s where it's like they put that blue filter all yeah. over it and yeah. it, they yeah. all look like that yeah you yeah. know you yeah. remember yeah. our yeah. early 2000s yeah <laughs> yeah sure Kira how old are you eight and you understood all the rules of this game perfectly right yes yeah it's go. a super simple, simple game that. that you can even teach kids yeah, yeah we didn't we didn't she started as the ghost so the oh, only I was gonna th- ask you if you even got to play as the ghost yeah she started that so the only thing we had to teach her was how to uh read the little diagram to show you which characters oh, chose what okay. but then after yeah. i mean it's just matching up right mm-hmm. so she picked it up really quick you guys didn't choose one one white once no we're not good <laughs> wait you guys never got a single one when you were ghost kira yeah when i was ghost i got weird cards that made no sense for the characters they were so mm-hmm. i just was handing out random cards yeah <laughs> yeah being a ghost is tough, man. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's how the game went. <laughs> I, I felt the same as the ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not eight. Well, and that's <laughs> I felt exactly the same. So you have you have seven cards in your hand, and like that doesn't mean that one of those seven makes any sense for someone you have to give. Yeah. And and just like the original one, instead of crows, you have tickets, and you can exchange tickets to exchange out cards, which is very useful. I used all of mine in the first Necessary. round. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah. It's like I'm done with this. Uh, Mark, tell me about Mysterium Park. Mysterium Park, published in 2020. The year of Arkira. The year of Arkira. (laughs) No. Nope. The eighth year of Arkira. Yeah, the eighth year of Arkira. Mm -hmm. I have have theme park questions for you in a minute. Hold hold on. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Where would I go? I don't know. There's yeah, a, there's much a... like Mark is to me, <laughs> Dan is your ride. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. getting out of here. So Mysterium Park was published in 2020 by Libelud Games, which well, did the original Mysterium. I was going to say, did they make Mysterium? They did. I would uh, hope so. It'd be weird if they didn't. They also made uh, Dixit. Oh, re- okay. oh, that makes sense because yeah. oh, yeah. all those art cards. I think are... they've got like a real uh, real monopoly on all those. like uh, Whoever is like the art department that place is like out of this world. I c- I'm actually excited to hear you get to the arts name, yeah. like the name art people. 
I got you. <laughs> what I'm saying makes no sense, but you get it. <laughs> I, get I got it. you. Uh, it was designed by uh, Alexander Nevsky, mm-hmm. who did Mysterium and Detective Club, oh, and okay. Oleg. Oh boy, yeah. Sidorenko. Yep, probably. Sidorenko. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> Oleg Sidorenko. I oh, nailed it. Sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Kira thank you. That's right. Kira understands. Kira. Russian. I guess. Oleg-enko. She just learned how to read, which means she's probably more up on how to than we are. Yeah. I've been... I've, I've let my skills languish as an adult. <laughs> I got cotton candy brain over here. I just bumble over <laughs> words. Uh, and uh, Oleg also did uh, help design Mysterium as well. Uh, the art was done by Xavier Colette, who did Mysterium and Obscurio. And also oh, oh, Obscurio, yeah, makes sense. and then also M eighty one Studio, which did Obscurio and Detective. M eighty one Studio, M eighty one Studio of artists, whole artists suite. Well, they that do makes great. sense because it's hundreds of yeah. individual mm-hmm. art pieces in each of these games, and it's Absolutely. definitely kind of cool because if you like flip through the deck, you can see like distinct. Styles. You can see yeah. distinct yeah. styles, which is I think really a really cool way of doing it. Yeah, we say it all the time too. Like I always want to blow up some of this art and just put it because it's so yeah. like. It's so amazing it all looks so good and the, and they're nice like big tarot size cards and they're really good mm-hmm. really good art so let's rate mysterium let's rate it mysterium on a scale of one to ten not using the number seven dan how many um ghosts would you give mysterium park <laughs> on a scale one to ten out of proud of your nice. father well, <laughs> it's a new feeling <laughs> <laughs> look at me go kira do you find yourself more proud of your dad or more embarrassed of him more proud. Oh, oh, wow. She claimed the other day. Listen, this is a. I corrected her because it was so blatantly wrong, but it was. <laughs> but it was so nice. So we were watching Back to the Future, and the dog's name's Einstein, right? Okay. So we're like, I was like, oh, Einstein, and she's like, you're kind of like Einstein, and I was like, that's super sweet. Harry and loyal. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was like, that's super, because she was talking about. Einstein. Uh-huh. I was like, that's super sweet. It couldn't be any farther from the truth, yeah. but I appreciate <laughs> it. Especially when it comes to your love of math. Yeah. 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 Yikes. For sure. Uh, so Kira, this- Kira, wait about nine years. You'll feel differently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait about two years. <laughs> uh, so Mysterium Park, I'm going to get, scale of one to ten, not using seven. How many ghosts am I going to give Mysterium Park? I will give this a six. I like this game a great deal, but I do not like it as much as the original Mysterium. But it is convenient. To, oh, do I give this an eight? No, I give it a six. Okay. <laughs> because you're about to do what you always do, which is talk yourself out of your guts. Because I, it's so convenient to just pull out and play really quick, which mm-hmm. is like a big boost for me because Mysterium's so hard to get to the table because yeah. it's so long. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to stick with a six. It's just not as good as Mysterium. But it is still a very fun game. If you don't have the first Mysterium, I would pick this up because it's a good entry on to see whether you would like it or not. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm going to give Mysterium a six kira yes scale of one to ten not using the number seven how many ghosts would you give mysterium park i think a six two a six two yes yes give 62 <laughs> 62 is <laughs> no. too much yeah yes. you love it six also why do you think it's only a six well because it was just a hard game it is hard. and yeah. i didn't like being the ghost and just trying to guess is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so, what you, you feel dumb whether if when you're the ghost and you can't pick out a good clue. Yeah. And then you're like, well, don't worry. I'll be an investigator. And then you get a clue and then you feel dumb again. Yeah. Yes. This game is just where you feel dumb. Yeah. So so this is my favorite part of playing with Kira. I So she's like giving clues, right? And I'm just guessing poorly. And so we finally, the game ends and I go, okay, can you explain these clues to me? Because mm-hmm. I'm curious where your thought 
so I had like the um <laughs> oh, one of the no. clowns or something. So he had a bunch of makeup, he had but he the had a, mime. the mime. Thank you. Uh, he had a bunch of cases on his table, and so she, one of the clues she gave me was like a bus with a bunch of luggage on top of it. Oh, so she said the okay. luggage up there represents this, and then another one was like a dinosaur thing, and the they were brushing with the dinosaur, yeah. and there's like this huge brush on the mime. She's like, well, that brush meant that brush, and I was like, oh, well, sorry. You paid attention to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you just guessed. <laughs> glad this is happening right now. That's funny. Uh, Kira, where do you come down on mime versus clown? Mime. You like a mime better than a clown? Clowns are terrifying. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and at least mimes are quiet about it. (laughs) Yes. Mimes shut up about the whole thing. What do we know? Uh, Clowns are scary. Mimes are lonely. Aw. That's sad. Poor poor mimes. Mimes are the seasonal depression of the face makeup world. I just want a friend. I get a lamp for that. There's a lamp for that, guys. You got out. Melt their makeup? Come on. Yeah, they'll be like doing mime stuff, but you guys can't see it. Yeah, what a uh, great visual audio. gag you've done. It's an audio medium. Uh, yes. Mark, Mysterium Park, scale 1 to 10, not using the number 7. How many ghosts would you give Mysterium Park? I think I'm going to be the outlier here. I'm going to give this game probably an 8. I think it's a – I still like the core gameplay enough. I know it's like pretty brutally difficult. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, honestly. Yeah. And the art's pretty great. And I do love the theme. I love the whole carnival stuff. Mm. Big fan of that. I just wish the locations were just a little different. Yeah. More it, variation on locations. There are a little more variation. Yeah. I think it'd be a little easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get like why you would have a stripped down game kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could have play. more variation with just as many cards. Yeah. Like, I, think, I think that was my biggest knock on the game. Yeah. Because the characters were so varied, but the locations, while varied in art just the color scheme was like i mean how many how many of those locations had it was dark except for one beam of light yeah or string lights yeah yeah like it's Mm -hmm. stuff like yeah i will join the group with a a five actually whoa i will vary a bit dave's off the show (laughs) dave why do you hate mysterium we've just go that is an average score Okay. <laughs> oh, you wanted. Oh, yeah. you wanted rationale. I was, I was hoping for a little elaboration. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mostly because of everything you guys have already touched on. But yeah. on top of that, just because this is literally a comparative to Mysterium, the base game <laughs> game. It's I, the same game. It is the same game. I've it's just never pared down. That game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have played base Mysterium with us, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. You've been around for it. You've been alive when we played. <laughs> You were for sure alive, boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Well, because at no point when we played it were you dead. So that's true. That's that's true. That's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's Mysterium Park. All right, Kira, thank you for joining us thank on the you, show. Thank you, Kira. Doesn't Mark have some amusement? Park oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. What Sorry. are what is your favorite thing to do in an amusement park? Ride the rides. Ride the which ride's your favorite? Well, Christmas. What Ooh. snack is your favorite? Um, popcorn. Liar. What? Cotton candy. No. You lie. <laughs> I've never seen you eat cotton ca- or, uh, popcorn at an amusement park ever in my life. I can't believe you didn't say corn dogs. What? I can't believe you didn't say dog. deep fried Oreos. Ew. Oh, what about a so deep fried so stick of butter? <laughs> I'm not so high on that, but yeah, <laughs> it's a real I. thing. Yep. yep. Oh, thank Disgusting. you. Merca. <laughs> All right, Kira. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, yeah. Kira. It's been a pleasure. You too. We'll have to do this yeah. again sometime. Okay. You're off Next. the show. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> okay, bye now. <laughs> That's the conclusion, if you will. I will. Of our board games that we played. Mm-hmm. Sort of. But anyway, I digress. At least you'll the board games you'll be hearing this Ooh, week. Spoiler. 
that's going to move us into our surprise topic that Dave and I know nothing about. Yeah, it's a surprise to you and Dan and I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise to a lot of us. It was none of our business. <laughs> it was, yeah, I believe that's exactly yeah. what I said. Is so you guys were like, eh, what's our That's talking? the end of Dave and I for the evening. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you guys on the way out. <laughs> Mark, what is tonight's topic? Tonight's I'm topic. Dying to know. You know, I, I talked a little bit about it. It's feeling a little down in the dumps, oh, yeah. but I, I got that seasonal depression lamp. feel a lot better. I was in such is a good mood the other day. seasonal depression lamp? Yeah, I'm, talking, I'm only talking about seasonal depression lamps. <laughs> but I've been, I've been in, like, a great mood lately. Okay. Yeah, I've, like, been feeling it. It's been is wonderful. Is this the topic? Yeah, we're just talking about my feelings. <laughs> It turns out it's we're cheaper than therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Welcome right? to Feelings Talk with Mark Lyle. <laughs> Tonight's topic I'm calling Gaming Was the Case That They Gave Me. Oh, man. <laughs> I hate everything about I, I don't know. Like, do I like it? Because I might. Yep. That's the second Snoop Dogg reference. That is the second Snoop Dogg reference. Yeah. Oh, boy. The first one, dear listeners, will happen at the end of this oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to say that because if yeah. you're just listening to it, yeah. it hasn't stay, happened yet. Stay tuned. Yeah, you should have seen my like the way I felt inside when you mentioned Snoop Dogg. I was like, interesting. Well, hello. I can see in your soul. Yeah. All right. So our story tonight <laughs> begins on December 30th, 2019. While the rest of us were oh, wait, preparing. This is recent? This is very recent. Uh, hello. While the rest of us were preparing for the best year of all time. <laughs> Uh, the hasbro toy company was doing their best monopoly impression uh, by inking a very large deal to secure the rights to another company oh really yes it was it pandasaurus it was not pandasaurus that explains why they're still putting out good games (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly so uh hasbro inked this huge deal involved a 3.8 billion dollar cash transfer that's big cash and a hearty handshake (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what if you give me billions of dollars i will shake anyone's hand yeah yeah heartily any part of anybody (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) oh i don't know where to go from there all right when asked about the deal i'm going to read you guys the most wall street quote of all time okay can't wait good Quote, we are excited about what we can do together and see tremendous opportunity for shareholder value creation through this acquisition. Boy, so interesting. I'm glad it's about the board games. (laughs) Our businesses are highly complementary with substantial synergies with a great cultural fit. That was Brian (sighs) Goldner, Hasbro's chairman and CEO, said in a written statement. Oh, business talk. I hate everything about that statement. How much did you learn about the acquisition right there, Dave? I learned that uh, rich people will get richer. Yeah. As as, as happens with all acquisitions. Synergy. Yeah. 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 That was a bunch of speak for us rich people will get richer. Two group of rich people have now just gotten richer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Three if we had shareholders. Yeah. So the business that Hasbro had purchased on the eve of the new year was a Toronto-based multimedia company called Entertainment One Limited. I know nothing about them. No, it sounds made up. It sounds like from Step Brothers. Yeah, like Prestige Worldwide. (laughs) Prestige Worldwide. (laughs) Like if I made up a name, who would give me $3.5 billion? Did you see Parks and Rec when they made Entertainment 720? That's what that reminds me of. No, I I did not see (laughs) that. Entertainment 720. No, I actually haven't watched like a ton of Parks and Rec. It's fine. Yeah. I I mean, it's better than The Office. We can all agree on that. It's not. (laughs) Oh, Kira agrees. (laughs) She doesn't know. Kira knows. She's just a little troll. We are watching The Office the other day, and she's like, how do you even know what's going on? Like, well, I watched it like 400 times. 
Yep, you're just quoting along with it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so a good. quote along. Entertainment One Limited, or E1, as they called it. <laughs> you may be saying to yourself, what would Hasbro want with a multimedia entertainment company? I was saying that exact same Yeah, thing. I was definitely wondering that. It turns out that E1 has the rights for two very lucrative toy properties. That He-Man. Nope. Batman. Nope. Think, Ninja, think Ninja Turtles. Way, think way more recent. Star Wars. Pokemon. Nope, not Pokemon. That's Nintendo. Oh, no, that's, uh, I don't know. You don't know? Walking Dead. No, it's a, I'll give you a hint. It's a children's show. Uh, is it Paw Patrol? It is not Paw Patrol, but you're I've, in you're in the neighborhood. Well, I've tapped out my children's show knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Come say that in the microphone, Kira. Peppa Pig. You think the answer is Peppa Pig? Yes. Kira, you are a hundred percent correct. It's Peppa not Pig? fair. I got beat by an eight-year-old. I don't also, know what Peppa Pig is. I've never heard of that show. Yeah, Peppa Pig is a very, very popular, like younger kids program about a very prim and proper pig. She's a princess, right? From no. I think she's just a commoner. Just, just like me. I, yeah, as the Brits would say. <laughs> as the Brits would say. Yeah, no, it is a, a very, very popular cartoon that okay. stands to make a ton of money for Hasbro. Are they going to make Peppa Pig games? Oh, have they made Peppa Pig games? <laughs> not, no, not oh, not as of yet. Okay. Give them time, though. I'm sure they're going to drop a uh, Peppa Pig monopoly. Uh, Peppa oh, Pigopoly. I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah Pigopoly. Peppa- though I want nothing to do with all Opolies. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They also own PJ Masks, Masks, which I guess is also like sort of. What's that? You know that one too? I'm mean, curious. Like our, I'm gonna have to get you on the show more, show more often, girl. <laughs> She's the only one that knows anything <laughs> about this game. Well, it is also a bunch of children's stuff, and I'm yeah. 34. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, this is. I'm not the demo for any of this. She's at my house watching stuff, but well, you know what we watch? A lot of impractical jokers, and it's not appropriate for. Yeah, it. that's not a that's not a children's <laughs> they show. They bleep out. All all the bad stuff. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. You're normal, right? Yeah. It's fine. Just it's like fine. us in real life when Kara's around. I just, <laughs> I just yell beep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, beep. <laughs> Mysterium Park. These beeping beepers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So Kira yeah, has but I, sauntered over. But I digress. And okay, said, so hey, you need to tell them the story about how Amber said that bad word. Amber won't play video games. Like, she does not play video games. Mm-hmm. So we downloaded Pagel 2. It's on Game Pass now. Okay. So it's fine. It's yeah, like it's perfectly fun. It's fun. It's fun. So we were alternating. Everybody would take a turn. Amber was in it. She was doing it right along with us. Uh-huh. She fires a shot and it's like terrible. And she just yells the S word like loud. <laughs> and then Kira's face is like like she's never heard it before. Like shocked. And so uh Amber's just like sorry. Like and then so <laughs> sorry. So the, then we're watching um uh, Back to the Future and someone says bull S. Kira's like that's just like what Amber said except for the no <laughs> but yeah it was Amber dropped the big S-bomb playing a video game that she she says I'm she a, never wants to play I remember when I was seven I was watching like Terminator so oh yeah yeah I mean and when I was seven we didn't have a TV in my house that's why and I had never been to a movie <laughs> We I, you had know, very different childhood. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you uh, were living inside the novel Great Expectations. Yeah, I was I was eight when we got our first TV, and we only had a VHS player and no bunny ears or anything. And it was so my dad could take on our VHS master's classes. Did you get to see some stuff when you went on Rumspringa? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still on Rumspringa. Very you, good. Did you not return? <laughs> I love it. That was a it would explain my haircut. <laughs> Excellent joke. Yeah. Oh, we were thinking about putting up a bar and we were going to call you. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget the first time I met Dave. All bangs. 
He looked uh, like a what's his name from uh, Kingpin. <laughs> Randy Quaid oh, Quaid from Kingpin. <laughs> oh man, this got off track so oh, fast. Oh, surely it what did. What are we talking about? Peppa, Peppa Pig. Pig. <laughs> we were talking about Peppa Pig. Oh, that was so good. All right, so obviously Hasbro oh. stands to make literally billions of dollars from toys from those two franchises. Not so, from me. So <laughs> yeah. how much did they pay for this again? $3.8 billion. That's a lot of screw. Dude, Disney buy Marvel for $4 billion? Yeah, I feel like Disney only bought Star Wars for slightly more than that. Yeah, I guess Man. a lot of money. There are going to be a lot of kids out there needing Peppa Pig uh, apparel and toys I and guess. product. Is that the only thing they had? Oh, E1? Yeah. Well, Dan, I'm glad oh. you asked. Oh, good. <laughs> because Segway. it, in fact, is not the only thing that E1 owned. Was it Marvel? Did they own Disney? Did they I did not, not know about it? They did not, <laughs> they did not own Disney. Hasbro bought Disney for $3.8 billion. Oh, wow. what, a, what a great yeah, acquisition. Say, yeah. What a good deal. Man, did not expect that fine print <laughs> in the contract. So in addition to Peppa Pig, E1 also has the rights to a pretty expansive music catalog. Oh. Was it Taylor Swift? Was it Snoop Dogg? So some of the games, some of the bands that were signed, that were once signed or currently signed to E1 include the Scorpions, a German heavy metal band who may have been part of a CIA psyop against the Soviet Union during the Cold War. <laughs> Just like Peppa Pig. Just like Peppa Pig. <laughs> Uh, noted Pope hater Sinead O'Connor also signed to E1. I like just being a noted Pope hater yeah. too. Like, what a fun moniker to have. <laughs> I named two things about Sinead O'Connor. She Bald hates head, the Pope and she, she shaved her head. Yeah, yeah. shaved that, head hates that, the Pope. That is it. That yeah, is that, all that's I, what I know. know about Sinead O'Connor. Yep. <laughs> on Saturday Night Live. Saturday once. Night Live tore the picture of a Pope. Yep. People did not like it. Just the one time. The Bangles also were signed to E1 okay. at one point. They just have a bunch of no-name bands. Like, oh, I wouldn't say the Bangles, the Bangles are no name. name. I mean, Come they're on, not Dan. a name they, now. They covered Hazy Shade of Winter and did it better than Simon and Garfunkel. Okay. What which, a weird flex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that's the closest Simon and Garfunkel ever got to masculinity was uh, sure. sh- Hazy Shade of Winter. I don't know what that song is. This is no? also the most Simon and Garfunkel has ever gotten as far as airtime on our podcast. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Normally. And you know what I think it is? A little too much air a little too much. A little too yeah, much. it's a little too much. You're a good point. Speaking of sensitive people, also the Lumineers were assigned oh, okay. to oh, E1 okay. as Them, well. Them I know. Uh, I like the Lumineers, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, most interestingly, Hasbro also acquired the rights to a very controversial record label owned by two imprisoned executives who'd once taken a part in one of the greatest cultural wars of the 20th century. Oh, no. Would you guys like to guess who? Do they own Def Jam? They own Death Row Records. Dang. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. This company owned Peppa Pig and Death Row yep. Records? And Sinead yep. O'Connor. And so Sinead O'Connor. Suge Knight is involved in this somehow? Suge Knight is involved oh, with our man. story tonight. Yeah, so like Hasbro owns Death Row Records is what I've learned. <laughs> so, I so you know how, uh, so I forget, weird. I don't remember what company did it, but they came out with Kenny G keeping it sexy. Yeah. The uh-huh game i can't wait for what has oh yeah, yeah. the death row records board game it's, it's gonna just be gonna be it's just gonna be called expletive <laughs> <laughs> just it's gonna be an adult like warning label will be the front of the packaging mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i uh, like this it's crazy <laughs> crazy so uh, as a result for those of you keeping track at home death row joined other american classics such as dungeons and dragons trail <laughs> the trail on hill house 
Monopoly, Mousetrap, Trump the Game, Risk, Candyland, and Don't Wake Up Daddy. Or Don't Wake Daddy who, under the Hasbro umbrella. Who? <laughs> what a crazy umbrella. Yeah. How? <laughs> I got so many questions. Okay, go ahead. Who's I, still signed to Death Row Records? Anybody? I mean, I, that's kind of a defunct thing because, right, like Suge Knight wasn't paying people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and usually you quit very shortly after not being paid. Let's which see. You don't quit Suge Knight. Normally Bingo. that would Suge Knight quits you. Normally yeah. that would make sense, but here we are, episode 39. <laughs> it appears that they are primarily defunct again because everybody's in prison or dead or dead <laughs> yeah because i just have a list of former artists signed to death row yeah don't have two-pack shacker yep two-pack shacker still alive hanging out with elvis um mc hammer <laughs> nate dog who could forget nate dog no, nate dog love nate dog <laughs> yeah so i just have a list nate here. dog is snoop dog's cousin is that true mm-hmm. oh i didn't know that that's cool that's cool trivia yeah dan really left the dogs nate out about nate that dog's one. dead now right yeah he died of a stroke as evidenced <laughs> by the gunshots <laughs> no, I think he actually died of a stroke. Yeah. Maybe I'd have it, to look that up. Maybe to it's be Warren sure. G. That's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Either way, someone from that song Regulators is Snoop Dogg's cousin. Uh, he sustained a stroke in 2007, and oh, and he died of heart failure. I like the 41. idea of sustaining, like a judge. So, uh, sustain. so you're having a stroke. Objection. Sustained. Sustained. Objection. Sustained. <laughs> Dang it. Um... I shouldn't have sustained it. <laughs> There's, he's like a doctor. The doctor. <laughs> The doctor's like, you're having a stroke. Like, objection, sir. No, sustained. <laughs> Just gaveling and then you keel over. Yeah, he looks at the, the I don't know, x-ray again. It was like, no, sustained. <laughs> this article <laughs> says it. they were just friends. Who? Uh, Nate Dog and Snoop It could Dog. have been Warren G. Oh, I thought they were lovers. Just friends? That's <laughs> just sad. friends. Yeah. Just, don't, I don't, hope that was a mutual decision. Don't let Snoop hear you say that. <laughs> Listen, Dave, some of these people are still alive. <laughs> we need to be careful here. <laughs> let me tell you one thing that I am, and that's unconcerned about Snoop Dog listening to this podcast <laughs> man i wish yeah seriously <laughs> awesome <laughs> so death row records had a long and winding path to hasbro <laughs> to, to, say the, to say the least yeah, yeah i believe that. know how to talk about this i know so i'm not really gonna focus too much on the the hows and whys but i will say uh, it definitely includes a former football player turned promoter named Suge Knight. Yeah. We definitely talked about him. Suge Knight, kind of a bad guy, Yeah, I would he's say. He's in prison forever now. Yeah. 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 Which makes a lot of sense. He was doing bad things. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he formed Death Row with uh, the DOC and Dr. Dre after threatening Dre's former NWA bandmate Eazy-E with baseball bats and lead pipes. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just the type of guy Suge Knight is. Mm-hmm. He's a bouncer for a little while, too. <laughs> I bet he's done a lot in his life. Yeah. He's <laughs> worn a lot of hats, that Suge Knight. <laughs> Suge Knight's a lot of hats. Busy guy, that Suge Knight. Uh, also, another funny story I learned about Suge Knight. Uh, he may have dangled vanilla ice over a balcony by his <laughs> I ankles. I know that story. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a negotiation tactic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did it work? Obviously. I, I mean, yeah. If I'm a skinny, skinny guy getting dangled over a balcony by Suge Knight. Oh man, Suge Knight's huge. Uh, yeah, he's and a, Vanilla, vanilla yeah. Ice, not so much. Big dude. So <laughs> that Vanilla that, Ice <laughs> then uh, went back to doing what he does best, and that's stealing from construction sites around the corner <laughs> where he's filming a construction TV show. <laughs> right. My favorite thing about that too is like it's like people are a little conflicted about whether that or not actually happened and then vanilla ice is like nah man that didn't happen and i'm like of course you'd say it didn't happen yeah. <laughs> if there's if there's any, if there's anything to dispute that's the thing to dispute you're trying to be a tough guy rapper you don't say another dude held you over a, a side of a building it's very funny um so after securing financing from cocaine kingpin michael harry o harris 
Uh, Suge Knight would reap <laughs> massive profits as gangster rap exploded in yeah. the early 90s. Big time. Here's what I would say. Like, if you're going to get financing, maybe don't use a cocaine kingpin. While you're a gangster. Well, seems like it was a good way to get some cash, though. That's true. I mean, but you can't knock the cash flow of cocaine and, <laughs> and kingpinness. And kingpin. <laughs> it's true. It's true. High cash flow. <laughs> High never, cash operation. I've never been a cocaine kingpin, but from what I hear, you purchase a lot of rubber bands yeah. for your money. <laughs> for all the money. <laughs> what I've seen in uh, documentaries online about yeah. cocaine mm. Oh, and man, kingpins. Cocaine Cowboys. Did you ever watch that? No. Oh, it's good. Is it a it's bunch all of about, cocaine? Like, it's all cowboys. about the cocaine trade in the 80s. Oh, man. I like all those uh, It was movies. booming, shall yeah. we say. Yeah. <laughs> Business was a booming. I saw Scarface. I understand what, <laughs> what goes into being a cocaine kingpin. Yeah. Oof. Yikes. Uh, so again, after a very long and bloody history, Death Row Records like grew into like a huge popularity uh, amongst like white America and then the mainstream culture, and it all start kind of fell apart after Hario was sent to prison for drug trafficking charges. No. I know, crazy, shocking, right? trumped up charges <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so while he was in prison, his wife—I didn't write her name down. That's a bummer. Julia Dreyfus. Julia Lewis Dreyfus. <laughs> I like the idea of that. <laughs> Just the friend star you see. No, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, you monster. Seinfeld, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm with you as to whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Both those shows don't exist to me. Yeah, I've never seen uh, more than a few episodes of both of them put together. So while Harry O was in prison, his wife sued Suge Knight for 50% of the profits of Death Row Records, no. which she claimed he had never paid them. Then then he dangled her over a building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he sent vanilla ice <laughs> to dangle her over a building. <laughs> rolling downhill now <laughs> that's right that's how you get rolled up in the pyramid scheme <laughs> after the lawsuit was settled the judge ordered knight to pay 107 million dollars to the Dang. harris family the judgment bankrupted knight and death row leaving knight with 11 dollars in his bank account <laughs> he had a hundred what was the what was 107 the million 107 million dollars yeah <laughs> $107 million and $11. Yeah. Yeah. It was very funny. Like, how disappointing is that? Like, oh, man. Oh, 11 bucks left over. Listen, I've been there in life where you have oh, yeah, $11 in the bank me account. Me too. I've never like, been where you have $100 million. No. Yeah. no. Yeah. Although I will say, like, what's he going to do with that $11 besides buy ramen in prison? So. That's true. Cocaine cowboy. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> you buy that ramen and then you flip it in prison. Trust yeah, you me. may <laughs> flip it for $12. $1 net profit. Right? Listen, man, sometimes it's worth it to not go to commissary. Um, <laughs> stupid. Um, after every all the bankruptcy was settled, Death Row was auctioned off. Like all of the assets, all of the, the label, the catalog. All went to auction. Even the um, iconic death row uh, electric chair that oh, they man. used for promotional stuff yeah. got auctioned off too. Somebody owns that. Somebody somewhere? owns that. Hold That's on. Cool. A, yeah. Oh, you Hasbro. Know? Hasbro. Owns that. <laughs> it's I, in Hasbro main office. <laughs> the CEO sits in it. <laughs> Record electric. I did. I That'd did be see. Amazing. I did. I it turns out it that's why he purchased the company because the CEO Mr. was obsessed with the chair. <laughs> Mister. Mon- it's the new piece in the Monopoly game. <laughs> <It's> electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very funny. Oh, Do no. not pass Compton. Do not collect $200. <laughs> oh, you've been robbed again. <laughs> Every other space is just either get cocaine or get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine or just like a handgun. Like, oh, no. Has somebody purchased this? I wonder how much an electric chair goes for. I mean, oh. I assume it's not a working electric interesting. chair. Interesting. This is, this is actually really interesting. Uh, I'll be the judge. Dale Fleischer, 
a guy named Dale Fleischer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was the guy who bought the Some venture death row capitalist. electric chair. How much money do you think he paid for the chair? Eleven dollars. Oh, <laughs> That's where the $11 $11. Came from. That's where it went right to Suge Knight's account. Or, or was it the $107 million? <laughs> yeah. That's where it's that got to be one or the other. Uh, I would guess he probably paid like... Like ninety thousand dollars. I'm gonna say like two hundred fifty grand. Oh wow. Oh man, I love it. Yeah, I mean, you guys are both way over. Oh really? Oh wow. I got it on the cheap. Here's what I'll say: I could have bought the death row electric chair. It was two thousand five hundred dollars. Oh my god. Twenty five hundred. That's it. Twenty five hundred dollars for death row. Now this clown has it sitting in his house. Dale Fleischer. You know him. Fleischer. Yeah. And that's like <laughs> the most generic name I could think of. <laughs> like some dude, oh, you know, death row, hardcore rap, rap right. gangster rap, like Dale, Dale Flesher owns yeah. the some of the, chair now. Some of the other things that were auctioned off, apparently uh, an, MTV mu- an MTV Music Award from Snoop Dogg's win for Best Rap Album. That went for fifteen hundred dollars. What? This is all cheap. You get a whole chair for only a grand more. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> I can't sit on that reward. It's you can. way cool. It's way cooler <laughs> to have the chair for sure. I think. Yeah. 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 And then, like, uh, a lot of the albums went for 60 cents on the dollar. Get out of here. Yeah, apparently it was hot. It was an auction, man. They Where were was all... this auction at? The, how was I not involved? Um, <laughs> Maybe because uh, I've never been to an auction. <laughs> the auction yeah, took sure. place in 2009. Oh, I was around. 2009. Yeah, 2009. I had $11. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually, you know, that was actually more my uh, $11 time frame. I had, yeah, yeah, well, I wasn't far off. I was like 22, 23, fresh 2009? out of college. 2009? I know, as an old man. Yep. Kira wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah, Kira was not born yet. After the electric chair got auctioned off, the whole label was then sold off to a New York company called Global Focus, who surprisingly failed to secure funding for the label. Shocking. Right. So then it was sold to a Canadian company named Wide Awake Entertainment. Uh, when Wide Awake folded, E1 Music bought the label, which was then subsequently snatched up by Hasbro. So at the rate they're going, Hasbro is going to go under soon. Yep, that's like, true. Apparently, they're the death knell of a company. Oh, death Rose the kiss, <laughs> death kiss of death. <laughs> drive Hasbro on the ground. I don't care how many copies of uh, Monopoly you sell. It's not going to be enough. <laughs> right. You so, owe Suge Knight $11. <laughs> pay up. He'll hang you over a building. While I'm excited to see what kind of cross-promotional synergy awaits us for when they start making, I don't know, like a Death Row board game. Yeah, or Peppa Pig. Or they start having Death Row. E1. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Today, Peppa Pig. Oh, uh, it, it smells jolly awful. <laughs> yeah, Suge Knight holds Peppa Pig over a building. <laughs> Where's the money, Pog? <laughs> Where's my $11? <laughs> <laughs> Sign the contract, pig. <laughs> that got me thinking about like some of the like possibilities of like board games that have been crossed with uh, music. Yeah, there's uh, not as many <laughs> as I would have thought. I can't even is... think of any. Kenny G, keeping it sexy. That's keeping true. it sexy. I can think of one. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I thought of one. <laughs> but I thought of it right after he said it. <laughs> Fair mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> That's very true. That's how thinking works. <laughs> That's the one I can think of. There's that uh, uh, the rap one. Mm-hmm. I wish I could tell you more about it. Sure. Yeah. It's like uh, rap gods or something like that. Oh, I do actually know what you're talking about. I don't. Google it, Mark. You got. Oh the... yeah, rap gods by uh, that uh, one guy, Akil Omar. I think Google it, name. Mark. Why are you just oh, guessing? Yeah, that's true. You literally <laughs> have access to all of human knowledge, and you're trying to use your brain. Yeah. Why bother? Use your brain to type. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rap gods from Board Game Brothers. That's the name of the company. That makes sense to me. They should have bought them they could have bought death row yeah it's so true. cheap yeah from what we've just heard 
do you have the rights to any of the rappers like images and names after that? I don't, I don't really know. know. I imagine seemed... that all reverts back to the to artist the person themselves. Yeah. Well, it also seems like a whole lot of it got auctioned off before Hasbro got their hands yeah, on they it. They got a shell of what it yeah. used to be. Omari Akil. Omari Akil. Yeah, rap gods. It. Yeah, rap gods. I want to play that game. Yeah, they uh, they good. just dropped the new um, hoop hoop gods on Kickstarter. I did see that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm curious to play both of those games. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of into all of it. They could use Death Row. Yeah. <laughs> so I did find a brief list of board game inspired songs that we could discuss. A if board you guys are game interested. inspired song. Yep. Or is yep. it a song that inspired a board game? Songs about board songs games. Songs about board games. Okay. Okay. So the first one was Ballroom by David Devant and the Spirit Wife. No. They are. Never heard of it. They're actually kind of cool. I liked. I listened to the the song. They're like a Brit pop group from like the early nineties. Yeah, you're it's selling super it. weird. <laughs> they know the Bangles. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, the song was inspired by Clue. Uh, it includes a video uh, with a pre-fame Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. Whoa. Uh-huh. Yeah. They apparently made them the house band on the show Asylum, which was on the BBC. This is nonsense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that will make sense to our British listeners out there. Well, maybe. Maybe. I yeah. hope so, because this certainly didn't make sense to me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's One Night in Bangkok by Murray Head, which uh, was set during an international chess tournament in Thailand. It was an 80s hit that it was eventually made into a musical called Chess. <laughs> so creative i i can't imagine that it was a big success seeing as once again i've never heard of yeah. it it's no hamilton oh it's a, it's a <laughs> <laughs> no uh the song yeah, itself how, is how many musicals can you name <laughs> well there's hamilton <laughs> i would say uh yeah it's it's like definitely really good i i like that song quite a bit i'd heard it like just kind of in what the chess it. song yeah one night in bangkok what are you talking about the name of the song is You've called one night in passing? bangkok yeah, doing like, what? That's how I hear all my songs. Yeah, <laughs> like the passing. grocery store. Yeah, <laughs> at the Gap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's a good song. You should. I'm gonna include like a uh, like links to all of these songs okay. in the show notes. This I'm not week, gonna so. click on them. I'm just gonna copy and paste. Yeah, them. no, you don't do research. It's fine. <laughs> There's Dungeon Master <laughs> by Visigoth, which is no, a Salt Lake talking. City I've power metal band. Yeah, yeah I love this song. song. It's what so is great. It? What is it called? It's called Dungeon Master by Visigoth. Okay, they are a Salt Lake City power metal group. They're total nerds. They have this song, which is about D and D. They have another 10 minute song called Mammoth Rider, which is about Pathfinder. There's another when you song. you pick a 10 minute song about Pathfinder, which is just knockoff DD, like it's crunchy. That is crunchier. Dude, dude, Deep it rips. That's all I have to say about that. It's so good. Are you out there running to like this Pathfinder song? Yeah. Yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Um, there is another song called Steel and Silver about the Witcher series. There you and, go, Dave. And okay. they have a two-song EP called The Bells of Awakening about the Dark Souls video game This series. is all the same band? Yeah, all the These same band. These are dorks. Yeah, they are big love- old nerds. And they, like I said, all the music's really good. If you like power metal, give it a listen. I don't. It's great. The pure fact that they're power metal nerds means that if we had a nerd fight, my money's on them. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, well most, they're like most, up and jumping around. Yeah. Probably. We're sit sitting. down and play board games. <laughs> yeah. Here's the secret about metal. Most of it's really nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> is it metal? <laughs> yes, yes, it, it always is. I played heavy metal, the Jack Black video game. That's great. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. That, that game is not called heavy metal. Uh, brutal legend. Brutal it's legend. Brutal legend. <laughs> heavy metal is a really weird animated movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I sadly have seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is inappropriate. It is for sure. It's inappropriate for me. <laughs> I also found uh, a YouTuber by the name of the Happy Lusa who makes independent silly tracks about board games he's playing. Uh, the most annoying and probably my favorite is Happy Salmon. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just a two minute song about playing Happy Salmon.
salmon. I hey, feel like it's in the would be in the vein of Baby Shark. <laughs> Happy salmon. Do, 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 do. So you're not you're not far <laughs> off. It's got a weird like reggae ton inspired like salsa beat. It's like dun, 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 he should dun, get in dun. touch with Hasbro. He could get signed to Death Row. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, there's the song Critical Hit by a band called Ghost Mice. That's like a D&D inspired like acoustic punk rock song. Uh, super nasally voice and the song tells you to never give up even though the wizard's dead. Oh. Uh, no. Yeah. Very good. I don't know that I like any of those. <laughs> <clears throat> a song called Stratego by- uh, Is it based on the game Stratego? No, Stratego is based on the song. Stratego. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. what a twist. <laughs> super curveball. <laughs> How old is this song? Stratego, Stratego is a very old game. Yeah. Uh, Stratego by uh, uh, Roarpot AG. It's an underground hip hop group from Germany. <laughs> of okay. course. They yeah, yeah. Why I, they I like this song a lot. It's I bet like you real do. Lo fi. Uh, it's got a cool drum loop. Pretty good flow for a bunch of Germans, too. <laughs> <laughs> like Germans can't flow. Yeah. Flow. You, never mind. You know, Germans noted for their rhythm. <laughs> Arithmetic people. Uh, and then finally, the probably my favorite song that I found was a song called Monopoly by a German gentleman by the name of Klaus Log. Lage. Uh, I bet I would like that song way more than I like the game it's based upon. Oh my probably. gosh, I can't imagine liking it any less. <laughs> and this song's like if uh, New Wave Euro Pop hung out with uh, Journey on a yacht. Do you know what any of these descriptions mean, <laughs> Dave? I know what a yacht is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> You guys are dingies. Um, it's a yeah. So it's almost like a really weird yacht rock song. Uh, it has a skating. What's yacht rock? Oh my gosh! What are you saying? I listen to yacht rock radio all summer long. Actually, yeah, it's good. It's got like. But a, I listen to it like on the pontoon boat, not on a yacht, because I'm not a rich person. Wait, you couldn't even afford Death Row Records. Well, you probably could have. You could. You I might have been able to afford Death Row Records. <laughs> The song Monopoly has the line, uh, Monopoly, we're all just marginal characters in a bad game, and the gentlemen yeah. of Schlossely demand far too much. I don't know what that means. I think it's a critique about the business people. Schlossely? Schlossely. So I have a bigger question about this. Do you think Hasbro mm -hmm. purchased this company for Peppa Pig and then also got Death Row Records and was like, it has to come along? Yeah, like on page like, <laughs> on, on page like 57 of the contract, they're like, what's this? death row thing and they're yeah. just like well you don't get a discount if you don't take it yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay it's, it's like the same <laughs> price whether you take yeah. it or not and they were like so but we could not take it and the other company's like no 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 you have to take it you have yeah. to take it no no peppa pigs another billion more it's like if you bundling don't take death row it's like bundling your cable with your home phone service now yeah like, like yeah. i have to have the phone like well if you don't have the phone it's 50 dollars more <laughs> yeah like why? well that doesn't make sense yeah. i'm not even gonna plug a phone into the wall yeah i'm not gonna plug you don't have to plug it in you just have to have it just, yeah it's yours. That's the same thing. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything with death row. You just have to own it. Like fine. Okay, I guess. Do I get the electric chair? No. No, we've sold <laughs> it. We've sold it <laughs> for twenty five hundred <laughs> for twenty five hundred bucks and we've spent that money. <laughs> anyway, that's basically our topic for the week. Uh it's about how Hasbro owns Death Row owns Death Row Records, which is the thing that made me very happy to find it's out. What a crazy thing Insane. for a board game company slash toy company. Mm -hmm. It's wild. <laughs> it's so weird. I it like is. they're just like, I got an idea. We're going to make tons of money off of Peppa Pig. Also, we'll own Death Row. <laughs> but that's think, not part of this deal. Do you think there's like one intern who is just like gleefully putting that into the contract as a joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Hasbro bought it and later they're like, oh, oh, oh. Death Row. Uh. Like, what? 
How do we own death row Keith, records? Yeah. Keith, did nobody check Keith's work? <laughs> Somebody has to double check Keith. We've told you a million times. Keith, lo- Keith is just in his cubicle listening to you know regulate. <laughs> He's like, R.I.P. Nate Dog, I got your back. Yeah, that's right. So I do have one final thing to wrap up our beautiful story about board games and music. Yeah, wrap it, Mark. Yeah, wrap. I tried wrapping at the beginning of the show. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Failed. Yeah, yeah. So I have a game I'd like to play with you gentlemen. Okay. Called Yas Bro or Nah Bro. Yas Bro. <laughs> Nah, bruh. Object of the oh game boy. is I have a list of 10 music artists okay. who may or may, may not be, be getting Hasbro money. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Okay. They, these, these artists may or may not be signed to E1. Oh, or, gotcha. or now Hasbro. Subsequently owned Hasbro. by Hasbro. Right. Yeah. Parents company, if yeah. you will. So we're going to play this a little Go bit on. like we did the last time we played a game where I'm going to give you the thing and then you say Yasbro or Nabro. Okay. And then I'll keep track of points. Oh, fair enough. All right, I'm Can ready. Can I get that little piece of paper earlier, Dan? My notes, you mean? Yeah. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Fuck? Write down four things a night. <laughs> your first, your first... Artist, your forest artist, artist, new metal rap rockers, Limp Biscuit. Oh my god, I want them. I want to say Yasbro. I'm gonna say Nabro. Okay, so Dave, you said Yasbro. Yasbro. Dan, you said Nabro. Yeah. Limp Biscuit. Nabro. Your next artist, Atlanta hip hop set Goody Mob. Goody Mob. Goody Mob. Well, I've never heard of them, so I vote Yas. (laughs) Yas, I I say Nabro. Hip hop set Goody Mob. Yas, bro. They are Goody Mob. Goody Mob is signed. Yeah, Goody Mob got that Hasbro money. <laughs> they do now. Yep. <laughs> Soul legend Brian McKnight. Whoa. Yas, bro, oh. or nah, bro? Gotta, nah, bro. I say nah, bro. Brian McKnight. Nah. Brian McKnight. Oh, man. Yas, bro. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Uh huh. He doesn't seem like he'd fit with the label. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's so soulful. Makes that sexy jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. You have legendary rockers, the Rolling Stones. Oh, nah, nah bro. bro. <laughs> that is correct. Nah, yeah, bro. Nah, yeah, bro. They're signed to a big not. label. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the closest you're going to get to a gimme on this list. <laughs> Country power couple Vince Gill and Amy Grant. Yes, bro, or nah, bro? Nah, bro. I'll say yeah, yes, bro. Nah, bro. No, I, I, Amy I, Grant is signed to a Christian label. She's oh, a Christian. Boo, insider knowledge. Yeah. I actually boo. legitimately knew that. So no, bummer. Okay. Least liked Beatle, Ringo Starr. Yas, <laughs> uh, bro, or nah, bro? Nah, bro. He's got to be signed to some British label. I'll say yas, bro. Although I guess they did have the Bengals and stuff, so that does make sense. I don't know. None of this makes now sense. Now I'm to me. now I'm talking myself out of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, none of this makes. I sense. say yas, bro. I say yas, bro. Yes, bro. Oh. Ringo. Ringo Starr. Getting that Monopoly money. <laughs> Monopoly money. Death, death row cash. <laughs> okay. $11. We have secret Mark Palau crush Cardi B. Oh, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Yeah, she's, she's not big, getting big yeah. time, baby. Yeah. She's not getting Hasbro money. Uh, self-proclaimed fat gangster Fat Joe. Fat Joe. I feel like Fat Joe would be a yeah, bro. Yes, bro. Or yes, nah, bro. I'm going to say nah, bro. Fat Joe? Yes, bro. Really? Yeah. They just the weirdest lineup. It seemed like it's the Brian McKnight actually that threw me the most. Such a strange lineup. <laughs> Legendary hip hop group Public Enemy. Nah, who bro. Still some quiver when they deliver. A I, nah, bro. I That's not nah, even bro. a group anymore. Be- well, I mean, what's that? Public Enemy. I say nah, bro. I say nah, bro. Uh, Flavor Flav's not allowed back in Public Enemy. <laughs> <laughs> they just dropped new music this year. Uh, Chuck yeah. D kicked him out. I thought. Nah, they're back together. Oh man, you can't say hey, no to Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. <laughs> not if he can make money. <laughs> Answer is, yes, bro. Really? really? Yeah. 
Oh, man, they're not good. Fight, fighting the power at all. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Wait. Yes. This means we could have a Flavor of Love board game? Or is that owned by MTV? <laughs> That's probably owned by VH1, which VH1, is now owned yeah. by VMTV, which is probably now owned by like Comcast or some crazy thing. Oh, man. Soon to be Hasbro. Yeah, but we could, but just like we could have Keeping It Saxy next to the Flavor of Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be down with that, honestly. Mm-hmm. We could have TikTok Time by Flavor of Love. <laughs> mm, I'll, I always standed. I always stand toasty. I thought she was great. I'm I sure. would rather caramel. I didn't watch that show. <laughs> my Good my call. wife has watched every episode of every season and all of the spinoffs. Oh, wow. So unfortunately, I have seen more of that show than I ever cared to see. Was that like a Taste of New York or whatever? Yes, that yeah. was one of the. Spin-offs. The only thing I know about Flavor Flav is he was doing something with Ivan Drago's wife. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Oh, what's her name? Um, Don't know. Nielsen. Ivan Drago's Nielsen? wife is what I know. Yeah. See, Dave doesn't even know that much. Nope. I assume that's a Game of Thrones reference. It's no, a Rocky reference. It's a, yeah, yeah. Boy, then I'm also out. <laughs> <laughs> and your final artist tonight on our game, professional We The Best shouter, DJ Khaled. Oh, no. Nah, bro. Nah, bro? Look at Dave. He's thinking about it. Yes, bro. Yes. <laughs> the answer? We the best, yes, bro. Yeah, I thought he had his own label. Nah, he's like he might have his own label, but he also is not. He's, he's also getting label. E one. He's also getting E one money oh, too. Oh man, man, get yeah. that Hasbro money, baby. What a weird um, group of artists. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Really yes. And for the record, Dave Hubbard, you have won. Congratulations. The game this I would week. have edited it to say that no matter what <laughs> happened. <laughs> Honor to the guest. Honor to the guest. <laughs> uh Oh man, that's end of show. End of show. Show <laughs> ends. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so if you have any questions or comments about our show, I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, send us an email at randomdroppodcast at gmail Download us on all of your downloady items that you download from, mm-hmm. and uh, go on our you. No, we don't have YouTube. Go on our Instagram <laughs> page. Just kidding. Don't, you can search us on YouTube. We're not there. <laughs> uh, go on our Instagram page. All the games we talk about are, are up on there. And check out our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mark. I know you've What? Are you it. serious? I, you're going to do it no matter if I do it first mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, you just go to Facebook and you search for <laughs> at Random Drop Pod. And yeah. I'll be there. You know, I'll He'll be there. Be there. Feet away from his seasonal depression lamp. Uh-huh. Uh, bathe yeah. in its glorious glow because <laughs> everything is better under the lamp. You're... <laughs> Praise me to the lamp. Praise to the lamp. And now for something completely different. When you have assorted chocolate boxes, do you look at the list and then choose the chocolate you want, or do you random draw? Normally I random draw. No, I always read the list because I'm pretty anti some of those chocolates. You know what my sister used to do? She used to put her finger in the bottom of the chocolate so she could see into it (laughs) and then put it back if she didn't like it. Good hustle. Oh. I was like, whoa. That's a she good hustle. She told me that years later. What a grift that was. Did you just assume that all chocolates had a hole in the bottom? <laughs> like I was inspecting that chocolate as a child and <laughs> stuffing it in my face. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care. Uh, my seasonal depression lamp came in. Oh, okay. <laughs> How does it work? Is it like one of those plant lights? Like you just have to sit under it for a certain amount of time every day? So it's not like... And then you grow? It's like, joy grows. It's like the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a sun yeah. lamp. So it's like a super bright light, and then you plug it in, and, and you then you don't want to shine it directly on you because it's it's all about it's, not ruining your eyes. Because it's not an interrogation. Right, right. You want it like off to the side where like your eyes see the indirect bright light, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. It makes you feel better. If you so, <laughs> what you do is what Mark does. Through science is he turns his light on, yeah. and then he puts on his speedo, uh-huh. and then he puts on those little goggles that yeah, you wear to tanning. Yeah, booth. yeah. You don't yeah. want to get your eyeballs tanned. And then yeah. you sit, but like on the other side of the room, but with one of those mirrors things you use to sit down <laughs> your chin. Just hold it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and then you feel better. Yeah, Yeah. I I do feel better, honestly. Did you use it? I've been using it. Do you want me to come over and just shine a mag light at you? Nah, I don't think that's necessary. (laughs) Stop being depressed. I got so here's so here's the deal. I got stop it. Stop. You're not depressed anymore. (laughs) I got two. Right. I got one for home. One for each side. (laughs) I got one one? for home, and I got another for my job. And then, (laughs) and then so basically, I get about like 45 minutes of this light every day because I'll do like. Is that enough? I think so. They say like 30 minutes to an hour. So around the same time. Every you day, like go right in the middle of it. Yeah, just like split the difference. And honestly, like I feel pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah. I've been like working. Do you think this is a placebo thing? I, I don't care if it is or not. You know what I mean? Like I pro- it probably is, but like that's fine. If it works, the, it works. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, like it doesn't matter to me if it like if it's my own brain making myself feel better, feel better about, or if it's the lamp or <laughs> or any number what else, of things. What else do you do to cure this? I don't suffer from this because I'm in my house even during the summer. <laughs> that's true. So my body knows no difference i'll be depressed for a lot of other reasons yeah <laughs> the I winter got, is not one of them i got plenty of reasons to be depressed me yeah. being cold isn't one of them <laughs> yeah. yeah this is the first year i've ever had the lamp normally i just kind of like tough it out and yeah. it's not like the most uh what do you want to call productive way yeah. of handling it but uh you know they say vitamin d helps i get that vitamin d as well mm-hmm. uh I, get, I make i've been exercising this year too that's which good helps. i know that yeah kira just learned about exercising and what it does for your brain oh yeah i put the bowl of chocolate that i have over on the table so mm-hmm. that I have to stand up off the couch. So yeah. I've also been exercising. Nice. You've been Just hitting those squats. <laughs> you should put it on the ground so you have to get up and then squat, squat down. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Actually, so uh, I now, anytime I'm picking up my dog's toys, which is daily because he loves playing with each toy for a short amount of yeah. time. My and dog I, as well. I put them all back in the toy box and then the next day, part of the play is for him to take mm-hmm. each toy out. And so I only pick up his toys with a squat now. Like each toy is a squat that I pick up the toy. And then I try to throw it in the thing. And then I get a couple extra squats because I'm not that accurate. (laughs) 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 You uh, you end up falling over and then you have to do a Romanian get up. Oh, man. You don't want any of that. Is Uh, that that cool Kung Fu get up where you like kick your legs? (laughs) No. No, no. Romanian get up. Considerably worse. Yeah. So let me tell you. Considerably more exercise. (laughs) Let me tell you a story about trying to do a Kung Fu stand up off the floor. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm fine with this. So (laughs) this is uh, months and months ago. I, this is recent. <laughs> yeah, this is this year. I look. Qu- <laughs> quarantine was a very boring time. I'm for sorry, me. but like, at what 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 yeah, part what of your 34 year old mind? My 34 year old fat guy like, mind. You know what I could do? <laughs> so I during quarantine, I was trying to you know not get depressed. So I was doing uh, yoga. So I'm down there on the floor. I'm doing yoga. I had rolled over onto my back, and for some reason, the impulse overtook me that I was going to do a sweet kung fu get up. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I started by lifting my leg. I did a couple, like, warm ups, you know, where I, like, lifted my legs and did a slight butt off the ground kick, sure. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm warming up. But to that it. wasn't enough to convince you, like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> no, the thought crossed my mind <laughs> that it wasn't going to work. But you know what other thought crossed my mind? I haven't seen another human being in a month. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Mm. So uh, this is like probably like end of April, early May time frame. I decided to commit. I went for it. I, I kicked my feet high up in the air and then I thrust my butt off the ground and I tried to get back on my shoulders, you know, and push mm-hmm. up with my hands. 
All I actually did was a really bad looking worm on my back. <laughs> and then I slammed my ankles into the ground, causing excruciating pain, <laughs> to which my dog jumped up and immediately started licking my face as I rolled around wincing and moaning. Yeah, yeah he thought he thought there was game. You I'm, thought totally, you were yeah, I'm totally shocked that didn't work. Yeah. You know what? Me too. <laughs> yeah, I've never ever tried that. Even as a child, I was like, we're not built for that. You should you should try, Mark. It's I don't gonna, think it's necessary. It's gonna go swimmingly. Well, if Dave yeah. can't do it, I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark, you can do anything you set your mind to. That's you true. Your body can't do it, but your mind could do it. I'm gonna do like one of those uh, one of those like modified ones where they spin their legs around and they go. Oh, they, fancy. Yeah, yeah, they do like that, and then. Uh, you know, it's not going to work any better. I did this uh, modified version about 10 minutes after rolling on the ground in pain mm-hmm. where I rolled onto my knees <laughs> and stood up like an adult. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Kung Fu Get Up, uh, Jiu-Jitsu comes out in a couple days. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to need a movie night, I think. I'm pretty stoked about it. Mm-hmm. I was reading some reviews, and they are mixed. Believe oh, it or not. Sh- just, shocking. Just like the martial it arts. Was, it was... Uh, <laughs> So you just Mark just got it. I certainly did. Yeah, some of them are like, oh yeah, this movie's really fun, and some people are like, well, not even Nicolas Cage could carry this movie, like he's carrying movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the Kung Fu is carrying. Uh, I the movie. was like, come on, Nicolas Cage doesn't carry. This isn't Con Air. Exactly. He like did. this is not a movie that is uh, gonna make it or break it on the <laughs> level of Nicolas Cage on, charisma. On Nicolas Cage chops. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. This is this it's is no not nineteen ninety four. It's no left behind. Behind. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that kid's name that was in uh, Step by Step? Step by Step. He's a oh, not Step by Step. Different one. Oh, Kirk Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, Kirk Cameron. Kirk That's Cameron. what I was thinking of. Kirk Cameron. Mm-hmm. So Kirk, Kirk Cameron put out a Christian Christmas album a number of years ago. Oh, is he a, a known singer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Never let any of that stop you, <laughs> Dave. You weren't a trained martial nope. artist. <laughs> Kirk Cameron's Christmas <laughs> album is akin to Dave Hubbard's Sweet Kung Fu Get Up. <laughs> and it landed about as well. Oh boy! Would you yeah. rather listen to Kurt Cameron's Christmas album or uh, Snoop Dogg's Christmas album? Snoop Dogg's, yeah, all the way. That's like, yeah, it's yeah. not even a contest. Who's picking Kurt Cameron on it? Well, I know the people that are picking. Kurt. <laughs> it's not me. It's like not, this is a rhetorical question, and yeah. I'm not even listening to it because I think it's going to be good. I'm just like so interested on why. <laughs> yeah, why there's like Christmas. I think there might be a copy of it actually somewhere in the studio. Oh really? Yeah, I bet it's so good. I'll see if I can find it for you. Oh, she's been hoarding it. On what, repeat. What show was that that he was on? Was it Grunt? No, was it Growing Pains? Hold on, I bet oh. if I googled it. So now that Kira's living with us, we've been watching all the '80s movies that she's never seen. Oh, oh man, that's gonna be great for that other it's podcast we do. Wait, oh, it's Growing Pains. We watched. Uh, Back to the Future last night. Nice. If you're gonna uh, really put good. a time machine in a car, why not do it with some style? Do it with some style. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen uh, that movie in quite some time, but it's it's very good. Yep, holds up. Yeah, it's a very, I, very I just good. watched Empire Records the other day. I love Empire Records. Yeah, I think I've never it's, seen uh, Empire Records. No? Really? <laughs> Seems like that's the exact kind of movie you'd watch. Yeah, absolutely. Look at him googling away. It's a good. Your movie. hair's going straight back, like you're running super fast in the back. I love it. I love it. I am going super <laughs> fast in the back. No, I've never seen this movie. I get this one don't, confused don't a lot. With um, the other one, yeah. Adam Sandler and no. Brendan Fraser, and oh my gosh, Airheads! <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> They're both about music, right? <laughs> oh, they can't be any more different. <laughs> no, and, and Empire Records is not about music. And, no, Empire Records isn't about music. It's about a music store. Yeah, oh, okay. It's so about it's like the, uh, high fidelity, like that. The crazy teens kind that of, work at a music high fidelity store. is garbage. <laughs> it is. I used to love that movie as a as Me a younger too. man. Yeah, and then I watched it as an adult. And I was like, what was I Whoa, thinking? Like, yeah, what, I boy. thought this was deep. 
It's Ooh. no gleaming the cube. It's no gleaming. Yeah. Nothing yeah. is gleaming the cube. Well, nothing like watching High Fidelity and it's then no realizing you used to hate women. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Never care. seen it. Do, how do you feel about two hours of talking about mixtapes? Yeah, like, I making don't care of for that. Mixtapes. Here's what you do: you uh, go on to YouTube and then you just get a super cut of all of Jack Black being an insufferable music person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best That's part it. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it really is the best part of the movie, and it's not even that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do love John. Jack John Black. Cusack in it did you see the tiktok of jack black it's on youtube i don't have tiktok but sure <laughs> i saw it on reddit actually uh but it's jack black doing the wop dance no <laughs> i have not seen that let me tell you he's in underwear it is I, I, fantastic yeah someone's spraying with a hose <laughs> <laughs> say what you want about jack black but everybody says he's the nicest yeah guy. Yeah. yeah that so. dude is my spirit animal like he's basically what i would be if i was rich yeah <laughs> <laughs> and on that note <laughs> Game over man Game over